Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. What's up, guys? How are you? How are you? I sound like my grandpa. How are you? I wish my brother was here. Ben, by the way, if you are watching this, uh, I'll bring you on for a uh, grandpa impression. That would be super cool. Hey, Dana, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Good morning. Good to see you. Good to see you. Everybody, uh, this is Dana. Hold on a second here. I'm trying to fix my back screen. Okay. Can you text Gavin to see where he is? Sure. He's getting on right now. Ah, there he is. All right. There's Gavin. Hey, man. Hey, Gavin. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Are we All live? right. We're live. I just went live because it's, right. it's 9 o'clock. All right. Welcome, everybody. If you can, type in the comments in the chat, in Facebook, wherever you're watching. Type in the comments. Say hi. Tell us where you are. Tell us where you're from. What's up, Armando? Good morning. Good vibes. Mickey, good morning, everyone. Hey, Lil. Hey, Lil. How are you? And Gail is here. Good morning, everyone. Jeffrey Jackson, go, go, go. Lil says hi to Gavin as well. Steve from Richmond, Virginia. Come on, guys. Tell us where you're from. Gail from Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. Facebook. No, they're, now they're coming in. Here we go. Now, listen, in the uh, comments, in the description of this video, guys, there's a link that you need to click if you so we can see who you are. Right now, it just says Facebook user. There's a link. I think the link, Dana, isn't it? StreamYard.com slash Facebook. Let me you go to right now. StreamYard.com slash Facebook and click that button. It'll let us see who you are because we've got a lot of like, hey, what's up, Chris? Yeah. We've got uh, good morning from blank. We don't know who you are. So not a big deal. But if you can go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook or yep. in the description of this video, type that in there. But we can see Tom. What's up, Tom? Massachusetts, Jason from Indiana, Jim from Sacramento. Greetings, Facebook user. Click on that link in the description um, or just go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook. Mickey, hey, what's up? Cool. Judy in the, from Michigan in the house, South Carolina. A lot of YouTubers here. Nice. Stefan or Steven from Orlando. What's up, man? Green Bay. Jim, what's going on? Facebook user from Cleveland, North Carolina, Meredith. Awesome. Yesterday, we had several hundred people watching. After the replays, we probably had about four or 500 people. So just glad you guys are here. What's up, Gail? Gary from Idaho. I love Idaho. Beautiful there. Ted from Texas. Martin from, whoa, Whibdy? <laughs> Whibdy. Island, Washington. Janice, there's too many here to uh, click on all of you guys. Hey, Henry, what's going on, man? I sent you a message yesterday in uh, Voxer. Meredith, Lee, <laughs> Lenny. All right, guys. Welcome to the new Virtual Market Challenge. Glad you guys are here. Today, Gavin and I are going to be talking about the marketing. We showed you the counties that we picked yesterday. Today, we're going to show you what we're actually going to be doing in these counties or cities that we're going into. So cool. All right. Thanks, Dana. Um, Dana, I brought Dana on because she's, uh, she's the, the engine behind underneath the hood that, you know, that makes everything run. So um, she's here and she's going to be helping monitor the comments and things like that. All right. Thank so, you, Dana. Thanks, Dana. All right. So um, Gavin, you like my new background there? Do where you at today? In the mountains, know. Utah. Somewhere in the desert. It's it's pretty. I like it a lot. It does. Yeah, it looks great. All right, guys. So welcome again. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the marketing. And uh, Gavin, just so you all know, bring you up to speed. Gavin is doing houses and I'm doing vacant land. And we are targeting houses and land and we're targeting motivated sellers, right? Because you can't do deals with unmotivated sellers. We're not deal creators. We're deal finders, right? And so we want you guys to take what we're doing and do it yourself. Take what we're doing, copy it, paste it into your own business and do it on your own. Does that make sense? So 
Oh, I also want to talk about real quick here, VIP. We want to encourage you all to uh, become a new market challenge VIP. We're taking this down tomorrow. So we're removing VIP access tomorrow night. And what do you get as the VIP? Well, we're doing extra Q&A calls after these lives in Zoom where we're answering all your questions. We're getting way too many questions here in the chat to answer, but uh, we're going to do extra Q&A calls after. Um, we also are going to do for the next three weeks, we're going to be doing two calls a week and updating you and answering questions, any questions that you have. You get lifetime access to all the recordings of these videos because guess what? This coming Sunday night, we're taking the videos down. So you won't have access to them anymore unless you get VIP. And where do you become a VIP? Newmarketvip.com. Newmarketvip.com. Dana, if you would, would you please put that in the comments um, so everybody can see that? Newmarket, but put the hyperlink so people can click on it. Yep. Newmarketvip.com. You also get all of our contracts and marketing documents that we're using in this challenge. So anything that we use for letters or contracts or even cold calling scripts and things like that. We're going to be putting that in a package that you get. You get the multiple offer calculator pro, you get quick started, uh, get quick started <laughs> tutorial videos. Uh, we have a, a coach. You get a free strategy session with Andy who is going to help you figure out from where you are to where you want to be and what are the steps that you need to do to get you there. So if you want to become a VIP, check it out. New market VIP dot com newmarketvip.com cool all right awesome gavin talk about now uh we we you picked baton rouge parish yes right and uh we're going to be targeting motivated sellers who own houses in that area so what kind of marketing are you going to be doing and are you know we've already started you already got some leads yesterday in our vip coaching call we mm -hmm. talked about some of the leads that you are already getting from your well i'm not going to spill the beans but what are you doing <laughs> yeah absolutely just before we jump in guys brian send me a text message and i'll sort that out for you i just seen your comment so yeah message me um yeah so i'm excited i'm excited joe because we have i'm doing a few different things okay so um number one is what we said yesterday i went onto list source and pulled a list um i did the criteria that we kind of went over yesterday which was uh seven of the hottest zip codes in east baton rouge the reason that i picked seven is because i wanted for this challenge about three thousand records i think we came out with about three thousand one hundred and something records um then what i was then the plan was i'm going to be doing three marketing pieces to it Okay, and I'm going to tell you what my excitement was yesterday for one of the marketing pieces here in a second. So the first thing that we did was we uh, went and skip traced uh, them records. So number one for us is going to be cold calling. Uh, we have two VAs, one doing two hours, one doing three hours. So we did five hours of cold calling per day. Um, and I'm going to be sharing the VIP and throughout this group as we, as we go on regarding KPIs and how much we're actually spending. But I have two VAs for between them five hours a day. Um, so we're going to be cold calling. I'm taking that exact list that we've already skip traced. And I'm also going to be, and have not started this yet, sending text messages to it as well to see how that performs. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be doing that. So we're going to be cold calling that list. We're going to then utilize the same list that we've paid for, for that we've already paid for. And we're also going to be sending text messages to it as well. Now, obviously, that we have to watch the law of text messages, making sure that we're staying compliant. We're doing all of them things, making sure that we're not blasting. We're not sending too many at a time, trying to work on getting that deliverability rate up. And then the third thing that we're doing is I'm taking the exact same list again, and we're actually going to be sending direct mail. Now, the direct mail piece, though, is something different, something I've never used before, and that is what I will be sharing today. Um, I had a strategy session uh, with a direct mail coach uh, that we have uh, going over the marketing pieces, what's working right now. And if you are a VIP member, you are also going to be able to get a free strategy session with the direct mail coach. I'm lining that up. So stay tuned if you're a VIP member. And the reason is that VIP is that you can't do it for hundreds of people in the group. It's just not possible again to deliver. Um, but I'm working on that. So you're going to be able to look at what pieces are working in that area. Now, the piece that I have chosen, Joe, 
they they did the company did a million pieces last month using this piece across the United States. And what it is, if you can see this, is actually a check. Yeah. Okay. And that check shows through. Do you have it in the envelope? Uh, I don't. He just sent me the. Uh, he just sent me this as the copy. So you see that in the window of the yeah. envelope, you see that this part, yep. the check. So it's like they're offering a check. Well, what does this do? This gets open rates. You think you've received a check in the mail. So what do people do? They open it. So we're actually making offers. Now, this is pay attention to this because I went from um, I'm not doing this to I'm doing this. And I'm going to explain why. So originally says, uh, what about we've got this new piece? We're going to make an offer in the mail with it looks like a check, and we're going to give him 80% of the value of the property. So we're going to make the offer. Like, we're going to pay you. Here's the check. We're going to pay you for your house, okay? Now I'm like, ah, I don't know if I like it. Uh, people are going to be calling in. They're going to be all mad. I was like, I need a – I need. we need to come up with something where how we're going to handle these calls to be able to uh, not get people mad, basically. And he, when we came up with something that's pretty genius, that, I, with the, this is this is the plan. So, as the call comes in, and we've offered eighty percent of the value, okay. When the seller call, calls in and says something along the lines of, "Hey, I've received your mail piece. If you'll pay me that, I'll sell it to you." Okay. And we'll say, yeah, no problem. Appreciate the call, Mr. Seller. We'll get the information. Uh, yeah, if it's up to 2020 standards, so if you've done any remodeling and it's up to 2020 standards and I can put a sign in the yard and sell it immediately, I'll pay you 80% of the value, no problem. And then what's, what's going to happen? If they're calling because it's motivation, it's not going to be up to 2020 standards. And that is how then you will negotiate. So uh, we've not lied. We will pay 80% if it's retail ready, ready to go sign in the yard. 90, it's an absentee owner, right? List. 99% are not going to be that way. So then the negotiation will begin by saying, well, Mr. Look, we can still make you an offer, no problem. Tell us a little bit about your situation. We're now going to build that rapport. We're going to find out what's going on. We're going to be then be able to make the offer. Our goal is, is how do we actually get the phone ringing? Okay. And this is the, this is the piece. Now, I, I'm expecting I'm keeping my expectations low, not in a negative way, but I ran my numbers based on half a percent to one percent response rate. These mail mailers are seeing two percent on houses, which I have not seen. I'm, and you're going to see the firsthand like me. I will give you my results on this. But from what he was telling me, what seeing across the United States, a lot of markets are getting 2%. Uh, and he just showed me in St. Louis, he got 39 leads, closed two immediately. And he has about three or four in the pipeline. Okay. So the way that I have gone about this just one more time is I'm taking the original list and I'm marketing three different ways to the same list. Now, what? why am I doing this? Because I want to utilize the list in as many ways as I can, all right, using what I've already paid for. And the second thing is, guys, think about it, um, how people speak to you in marketing terms. Okay, so for instance, if you text me, you're not probably going to get a response. If you direct mail me, you, I'm not calling you. You call me, even when it says spam, I answer my phone. I'm just wired from a sales perspective. I answer my phone, everything, because I just put it down if it's a spam. It doesn't bother me at all. That's me. So you're going to get me on cold calling. Joe is not going to answer his phone. Joe's not going to you know, do direct mail, but he might respond to a text, right, for instance. So you have to look at the way that you respond, and each seller is different. So not only are we going to see um, different marketing languages speaking to people, but we're going to see how many duplicates do we get. And I'm interested to see because I don't think there's going to be many. From texting and calling the same list and direct mail in the yeah. same list, I believe it will give us different leads with a few duplicates but not many to then hopefully be able to close and our results as of far the mail is not hit yet the mail is probably not going to hit this week uh it might be next week when it hits um but we started cold calling yesterday we've not done any text messaging in five hours we got four leads which is fantastic which is above average okay i normally say one lead every four hours on average we got four leads yesterday in five hours uh chris spent calling 
through cold calling we started yesterday he had a call and now all this is recording recorded when i get on my coaching calls uh not vip this week but the coaching calls next week i'm actually going to be going over some live calls on how these are going but he went he was with a seller yesterday and we're we're pretty close of potentially getting a contract but again nothing until we get that beat me exactly well it's funny because i said to chris i was like this is a this is a, not only a challenge for the mass. This is a challenge between me and Joe. So I was like, we got to get on this. Like this game on. <laughs> so anyway, so we have positives. It's not in yet, but we offered yesterday. It's a low end, low end, low end property. We need to get it at twelve, and the sellers stuck on seventeen thousand. We're at twelve thousand. So we're not a million miles away. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But nothing in yet. It's on follow up. We're working the process. But for day one. Super, super happy. All right. That is awesome. Uh, the uh, we're, we're trying to – we've got a lot of comments here asking about this mailing consultant and how do we find out about them. you got to be a VIP, right? we gotta, mm-hmm. we got to give you something. Go to newmarketvip.com to find out who that mail consultant is. Yeah, and, and one, one, last, one more thing, one more thing, because this come up – I think I've seen it twice. Ringless voicemail. Would it make sense to do the same list again with ringless voicemail? The answer is yes, but from the legal aspect, I don't want to be here doing (laughs) ringless voicemail because it is so state to state. You can get away with it in some states, and a lot of states it's a no-go. So I do not want to go and do ringless voicemail. Then you all start doing ringless voicemail, and then people are trying to – you're getting in trouble. So the answer is yes. That would be something that we could do. I chose not to do it because I didn't want to get a bunch of people in trouble. So, yeah. Gavin, can you talk a little bit about um, how you got the lists again, the lists of sellers, and then how are you doing the cold calling? Yeah, absolutely. So the list of sellers, we went on to um, onto ListSource. Um what we showed yesterday and then i built the list from there i mean if people are interested i can do it real quick um if 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 it's necessary but I, or i can give you the criteria that we pulled um so i went on i selected the zip codes uh that, that we from the the showings from the findings that we had i had seven of them like i said and then i started to create criteria if you want to write this down grab a pen real quick and you did this um, in list source right yeah why don't i can i show it in um Prop stream because it's very similar. Would that be all right with you all? Yeah, yeah. It's the same concept, guys, because uh, while Joe's pulling this up or, or prepping it, the, the big thing is is that I, I'm big into list stacking as well. So as we develop this market, we're going to be using Prop stream. I'm going to be using Batch. I'm going to be using FreedomSoft list source. I'm going to be pulling from all of them, stacking against each other, and that's where I'm going to get the savings. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot more in VIP and on the coaching calls next week. about. Can, can exactly you give me uh, some that. of the zip codes you're looking at again? I'm just going to just give me two or three of them. Do you have them quickly with uh, you? Yes, I do. Just, uh, yeah, hold on. Yeah. Sorry, I should have given you a little advance notice. Remember, guys, we talked about this. I could find it really quickly. Where's Louisiana County? Yeah, you can probably find it quicker than I can pull it. Hold on. You can do this inside of FreedomSoft, and I showed you how to do that yesterday. But seven zero eight ten, yeah, that was definitely seven zero eight ten comma space seven zero eight zero eight seven zero eight zero eight. Cool. Let's do one more seven zero eight one six seven zero eight one six. All right. Now again, you could do this inside of FreedomSoft, and if you go to FreedomSoftJoe.com, so these are tools that we use every day. FreedomSoftJoe.com, PropStreamJoe.com. But FreedomSoft, real quick, if you just click on the first two or three, you click Find Sellers, and you get a certain number included with your, I think you get three to 5,000 included with your subscription. But Tired Landlords, High Equity, um, you can click one of these, or you can go to Advanced Search, and you just say Absentee Owner, High Equity. For some reason, we don't, we say no preference to vacant. All right. Um, financial filters. Since we're skip tracing them, you could say in uh, individual only, exclude corporate, trust, and bank owned. But since we're doing mail, it's okay to mail corporates. So we're just going to do no preference on all of these, okay? And uh, last sale date from unknown, we can include unknown, to 15 years ago. 
All right, high equity, yes. And then we click search. My phone's ringing. There we go. And in just those three zip codes, we've got about 1,900 right here. And you can add them to a lead list. And then from here, you can, you can do the direct mail or you can skip trace right from here. Just click add lead list, right? But in PropStream, real quick, I'm just going to show you. You can do absentee owner, owner occupied, no. So no owner doesn't live there, right? And this is PropStream Joe here. Property characteristics, you could just say single families only. Scroll down to ownership info. They had to have owned it for at least 10 years. We'll include unknown sale dates. So they've owned it for at least 10 years. And you could do is also something like estimated equity minimum 50% equity or more. And you could include unknown equity. What does that mean? Well, if, if it's unknown equity, then it's really good. It's probably free and clear. All right. Anything else, Gavin? No, absentee owner, single family. They've owned it for 10 years or more. Mm -hmm. And they have at least 50% equity. Do you yeah, want to do uh, value like value? Less? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, in this area, I did up to two hundred thousand in Baton Rouge. We normally do three hundred thousand in uh, in New Orleans, but we right, so we'll do um, so current home value uh, estimated value, value at the top under yeah. two hundred thousand. Yeah, especially when you're dealing in um, smaller towns, right? Yeah. Um, cool. There you go. Twelve hundred in just those three zip codes that we looked at right there. Again. Yeah. Absentee owner, single families. Now you could add in one, two, three, four families. They've owned it 10 years or more. And then do unknown sale dates and unknown equity. That's important because if it's unknown, it means it was purchased before they started tracking those dates, which means it was a long time ago. Under 200 grand or less. What does that mean? Is that just like it's harder to do wholesaling on more expensive houses in nicer, newer neighborhoods? And sometimes there's big McMansions, the million dollar homes that are absentee-owned because they're in a trust or whatever, and they paid cash for it. You don't want to necessarily target the more premium homes. Yeah, 50% um, or equity or more. Good. And then from here, you just highlight them all and add them to a list and export them. You can skip trace them. What's the tool you like to skip trace? Let's put that link in here. Yeah, I like to use, um, it's batchleads.io slash Gavin, where batchleads is a service where not only can you skip trace, but you can list stack. That's the most important thing. Yeah. So if you go to batchleads.io slash Gavin, you're going to send all your lists. So all my records from all services go into here as kind of like the holding pen. They get stacked against each other for two reasons. One, if they're already in another list, I don't pay for the skip trace again. And number two, I can then pull multiple lists within lists, okay? Uh, so, for instance, if I have a co-violation, a tax delinquent, an absentee list, and I said, okay, these three lists, show me who's on each one of these lists. I can then subtract Joe McCall, 123 Main Street, because he's on all three, and I might have 100 of them. So out of 15,000 records, I have 100 people that are all on all three lists. Now, when we have that, that's when you want to cold call, you want to text, you want to door knock, direct mail, because obviously there's multiple potential levels of motivation. So using something like this, backslash to IO slash Gavin, and you get 5,000 free records as well, just like Joe was just showing you as well. So, um, yeah, it's a powerful tool. That's kind of what I, I use uh, to kind of, again, stall all them records. And then from there, they go into the direct mail. They go into the text platform. They go into the cold call platform. And then we start to lead gen. Everything then filters back in to your CRM and everything is categorized. So we are going to be tracking. I'm not, this is really important, guys. You've got to make sure you do this. You have to know your numbers. When the marketing comes in, I'm tracking the difference from direct mail, cold calling, and text messaging, right? They're not all going into the same funnel. They're going into different campaigns. So I can see, that's why when I just went on, I can see we have four leads in cold calling. When direct mail hits, I can tell you exactly what we've got because I'm tracking it. And that's how I'm going to be able to give you the numbers on what did I spend, how much did it cost me? And then uh, what are my results? Or so what you have, looking like? what uh, CRM are you using for managing those leads? Okay, so without getting confusing, pay attention to this. <laughs> we are using uh, a white label of FreedomSoft. That so, we don't... Yeah, okay, it's, it's REI simple, but it's FreedomSoft. Yes, it's FreedomSoft, correct. Yes. Right. But and when I, I demo it, they're going to see REI simple, but it's Freedom Soft. But carry yeah. on, Joe. So we'll we'll show that in a minute. But I wanted to bring that up because I've looked at all the CRMs, and I, and I'm not just saying this because I get a commission 
we do, we do get commissions from recommending these services, but these are services that we use and I would still be recommending them even if um, I didn't get a commission on them. We're recommending them because these are the things we use and they're, they're the best out there. These tools that we recommend are absolutely essential for your business, all right? You've got to have tools. You can't just do pen and paper with this stuff anymore. You need more than just a cell phone. I mean, it's a good place to start, but you need to be thinking bigger. You need to be treating this like a business, not just a hobby, which means you need to invest in your business. You need to invest in systems and tools. Can you imagine buying a franchise and then ignoring all of the tools and equipment they tell you to use and, and taking their procedure manual, their SOP, their standard operating procedures, and throwing it out the window and say, I'm just going to do this myself. No, you have to use the systems and the tools to have success because they're proven. They're proven to work really, really well. And so when it comes to FreedomSoft, there's things here that we call in your pipeline, there's campaigns. There's lists in their campaigns. And this is important to understand. Because again, I've looked at all the CRMs and there are some really good ones out there. I mean, I'm not taking back from anything from them. But when you put them all together, all the features and the benefits that are most important and you put it all together, in my opinion, there is nothing that's, that competes with FreedomSoft. It's the best tool out there. And for one of the biggest reasons is campaigns. So you can create a new campaign, for example, and we'll show this in, in, in Gavin's later. But, you know, you've got East, Baton, Rouge, you'd create a campaign for cold calling. And you select the type of campaign it is. It's manual or if it's direct mail or online or whatever. It's sellers. And then, I don't have a phone number right now, but you would select a phone number that gets assigned to that campaign. Excuse me. You can get virtual phone numbers from inside of FreedomSoft. I got something in my throat. And so this is important because any lead that comes to that phone number, inbound or outbound, stays in that campaign. So if you call a seller, text a seller, if they call you back or whatever, every lead gets in there. And so your leads become, a, it, it, it's a phone-centric CRM. You, if you make your money on the phone, right? So you want to make yeah. sure when you're dealing with sellers that all of your communications happen inside the lead so you can follow up, so you can see the history of the lead, and you can message them. And they're more likely to answer the phone if it's something that they've called before. If they've called that number and you're texting them back, it's more likely to go through and not be flagged as spam because it's yeah. a phone number that you've that they have contacted you before with, which is why I love direct mail because when the seller calls me first, it goes to voicemail. When I'm calling them back or when I'm texting them back for follow-up, it does not go into spam. It comes, it clears all those filters. You want to and add for, yeah, and for me, for me, guys, and this is really important, and Joe's going to talk about the difference. We don't use recorded messages. I want you on the phone. So what we've yeah. done is that we have forwarded to Chris's phone. We've saved our direct mail number in his phone. So every time a direct mail lead comes up, it will just say direct mail. So he knows to answer it. And he knows it's not just a random number. So you can actually do it where it shows the seller's phone number or the campaign number. We have the campaign number, so he'll go direct mail, and then he'll answer as many as he can live. And that's the goal. Like we've we've discussed, like we want to be we want to be on this. We want to be answering live because guess what? If there is motivation there, they're going to call the next postcard, right? Yeah. Or the next yellow letter, or the next whatever. So yeah. we want to make sure that that's happening. Now, one more thing I'm going to say while I'm on that is you have to learn how to roll with things when, when that lead comes in. Sometimes they will go, this is the 25th postcard I've had today, okay? Now, the question is, well, why are they calling you, right? So don't listen to um, kind of – you have to listen to what they're saying, but you have to play on that. So if it's in a positive way, it's been you the whole time, Malin, and you're that consistent, if it's like I'm sick of you messaging me or sending me just saying, look, this is the first time. Check the numbers, check the names that they're different. Try and lower, try and soften the conversation. Go, well, I'm curious. Why did you even call me? Why don't you just throw it away? Maybe do you want to sell this? And then you're going to start trying to build that rapport and actually dig, dig in. Never give up on the phone. When you have a seller on, I don't care if it's from a cold call, 
from a text message, from any any marketing piece. When you have the seller, one of the hardest things now is to get the seller on the phone. How many times on follow-up or, or when a lead comes in, are we chasing trying to get them on the phone, right? It happens to us all. So when you get that seller on the phone, you need to make sure you dig in and don't just say, take no for an answer. Right. Just have a couple more goes, just a bit more phrasing, just double checking, um, really work that lead just to see if you can get some kind of motivation or something out of the seller because you've already got them on the phone. So for an extra 10 seconds, it's worth your time. It really, really is. Yeah, very good. Um, and, and, and I just want to clarify that again, because and Gavin said it really well, but with houses. It's super important you answer the phones live, when, especially if it's a direct mail lead, for one simple reason. Nobody else is doing it. If you want to stand out in a competitive market, you need to answer the phones, for, especially for houses. Okay, with, with vacant land, it certainly would help to answer the phones with vacant land, but you don't have to. It's not as important that you do that because... There's not as much competition, and it, 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 we're telling them to leave a voicemail. So it's supposed to go to voicemail, okay? All right, I'm trying to uh, open something up here so I can show it to you, and I'll try it again in a minute. But with land, we're sending them to voicemail. My letter says, please call or text our 24-hour recorded message. So I want them to know nobody's going to answer. So I get more calls, and I get their phone numbers. All right, so Gavin, real quick, I want to ask you, what tool are you using for your cold calling? Yeah, we use right now. I, I use two, which I know doesn't help anything. But to stay compliant, you really want to be using Batch Dialer um, because they're 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 more compliant and they integrate with Batch Leads. So you can go uh, BatchDialer.com/slash/gavin if you want a seven-day trial. BatchDialer.com/slash/gavin. Uh, we also use some Mojo as well uh, on this campaign because I have a certain amount of seats. I think we've gone on. I need to check, but I think I'm using Mojo for this particular campaign. Uh, but we are moving everything over to batch just because of the the speed the answer quality and the recording quality of them calls um but yes you definitely want to use if you're using vas in my opinion and people will argue this and it's and it's an opinion but we like to use quality sorry quantity uh especially with vas i want more people on the phone that's why we're going to be going through the list faster there is an argument for well when should you call one at a time i think it comes down to budget and also to the type of list if you're calling a for sale by owner list from Zillow, try to do creative finance, calling one at a time, brilliant. You know it's the right numbers. You're going to get a load of connects. Uh, it makes complete sense. But if you're skip tracing on a mass and you're calling 3,000 records, you're, if you're doing one at a time, you're going to be doing a lot of not talking to anyone um, after my findings and my tests. So that's just my opinion, and that's what we're doing. We're using uh, an auto dialer, a triple dialer. I have VAs. Uh, two VAs doing three hours and two hours. Um, and again, I'm tracking the numbers because I'm trying to do all, all of this in a decent budget, right? Also, just to just tell you something else, I sent the mailers. Again, this if you just joined us, this is the mailing piece I'm going to be sending. Uh, I sent all 3,000 straight out, gone. Now, you wouldn't need to do that. You could actually spread that over over the month and probably do three or four different drops of that. But obviously, it's go time right now, right? I need to get these out. Um, and they're not going to be hitting. Joe is ahead of me. He did a week early like I should have done. But I didn't pick my market. Um, and uh, anyway, so mine won't hit until next week. But I'm excited to uh, to share the results. And you'll be able yeah. to then make your own decisions on, uh, on what marketing piece is going to work for you. All right. I just want to make sure you guys still with us. You're, st you're still here. Type in the comments. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a like, a love, a heart, whatever. I want to make sure that we are, you're, you're, you're get, paying attention to this. It's making sense to you. You're getting some value out of this. So type something in the comments. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a like. Say, yes, this is good. I just want to make sure you all are here. Whether you're watching yeah. us on Facebook or YouTube right now, I want to make sure this interaction is really, really important because um, it, it helps people that are maybe in the Facebook group that are, um, and I'm going to show you my direct mail here in just a minute. Um, so who wants Joe. to see the letter that I send and how I, how I get the leads and how we set up the systems to receive the direct mail? Who wants to? Who's interested in that? Give us a thumbs up, a heart, a love, a like, 
and get awesome. comment right now. Good. This is good. When we get the comments, it helps other people see that we're live here. And uh, there's other people in the group that might, in the Facebook group, that might have forgotten. Um, and they want to be reminded. Here we go. Nice. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the love. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Right, cool. uh, Joe, just double check your internet. Make sure you're on the right one. Just go in and out of touch. It might be on my side. Yeah, I am. Um, I got a lot of things running in the background, so I'm trying That's to shut fine. it all down. My it's bad. not bad. I just wanted to let you know before it, it got worse. Um, right. Well, good, guys. I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, we're going to be updating you on this, um, and we're off to the races. Four leads yesterday. I couldn't be more happier. We had a good conversation with one of them. Again, not locked up yet, but it's a good positive start. Um, so throughout this week, we're going to have more updates for you. And... Um, yeah, we're both pushing to uh, to lock a, not only lock a deal up. I want to get one in closing. I want to close out. I mean, I know that's a big ask because of the time frame. Like we got to get it real quick. Um, but why not, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta aim high. You gotta go big or go home, and uh, and that's what we're doing. So we're, we're really trying to push this to to really show and, and install self belief, right? We don't we haven't talked too much about mindset. Um, but that's what this is about. You can yeah. do exactly the same. We're showing you what to do. Okay, we're both an open book. We have YouTube. We have we have a, a podcast. I mean, we give you all this information for you to do the same thing. We do not leave anything out. Literally, we don't leave anything out. Um, and uh, I think you can do it too. You know, you've just got to stay dedicated and disciplined and and, and hang in there and make it happen. So this is uh, this isn't something that's complicated and fancy and difficult and above you or we're doing this because we're really smart this stuff works and it's not that easy and it's not that hard it's actually really easy all right um a lot of times you can just get in our heads that oh man this is uh this is going to take too much money it's going to take too much time it's going to take too much commitment it's going to be too difficult it's going to be too hard all these lies that you got going in your head you need to squash them and say you know what i can do this instead of i can't do this how can i do this You've got to believe that this is actually real and that you can do it. Okay, so I want to share with you some things on what I'm doing with vacant land. All right, I'll share my screen here. Boom. All right, a couple things. Um, we picked Park County, Colorado. We talked about that before. I'll show you kind of where it is for vacant land. Park County, Colorado. Is my video okay, Gavin? Yeah, you went, but you're back. You're good. You can go. You're good. Park County, Colorado is right there in the center of Colorado, a couple hours from Colorado Springs and Denver, south of all the ski resorts. Beautiful area. Also, very competitive. Very competitive. There's a lot of people doing deals, land investors doing deals here. So I'm expecting a lower response rate than the other counties that I go into. All right, that's just the way it is. But I'm doing some marketing that's different than what everybody else is receiving there. All right. So first thing, there's a tool that I like to use called landlist.us, or it's called price. But if you go to landlist.us, you get a special deal if you go there to get priced. Priced is the tool that I use to get land. Now, the cool thing about this is this gives me more than just a list. It gives me comps. With vacant land, it's harder to get comps because there's less of there's less solds. There's way more houses that are selling than land that is selling. So priced will scrape all of the websites that list land for sale, like on Zillow, Realtor.com, Redfin, Lands of America, Landwatch.com, et cetera, et cetera. They'll scrape these properties and give you comps for, for sales and solds. All right. So to do that, I'm just going to type in. Park County, Colorado. All right. I'm going to go to advanced search. I'm looking for one to 20 acres and acreage increment. This will make sense in a minute. I'll do one acre increment. It can get, you can, you can get comps um, and for that are for sale and you can adjust your pricing based on solds or for sales. Now, let me explain this to you. A lot of land investors like to send blind offers. Saw a comment from somebody earlier where when you send a blind offer, you're going you're to make a ton of people mad. The advantage of that is you're sending lowball offers and you're not going to talk to anybody until they see your offer. But the, the drawback is you have to send a lot more mail to get a deal. The way I do it, you don't have to send as much mail. I want as many people to call me as possible. 
I want as many phone numbers as possible. Why? Because 75% of your deals come from follow-up. And I know that I can get more deals with less marketing if I have more leads to work on, more leads to follow up with. But my letters, it's a neutral letter. It just says, hey, do you want to sell your land? I want to buy it. Please call or text or 24-hour recorded voicemail. So I get way more leads than the typical land investor does who's sending blind offers. I get more leads. So then I, I still don't talk to them. It goes to voicemail. We send them an offer. And we only talk to them after they get our offer. But we're able to look at each individual land, you know, piece of land. If it's landlocked, we're going to offer it less. If it's on the, on the side of a mountain, we're going to offer less. If it's in a great area, we might offer a little more. If it's on the shore of a lake, we're going to offer a little more. So you can't do that kind of granular looking at it with sending 1,000 or 2,000 blind offers at a time. So neutral letters allow you to look at the properties. Now, we're not spending more than two or four minutes making each offer, but it allows us to look at where the property is and what is the competition within a couple mile radius around there. All right. So anyway, you'll see in a minute what price does, but price gives you comps and tells you, all right, based on what you want to offer, this is what we think you could sell it for, and this is what you think you should offer. And I'll show you that in a minute here. It uses data tree. It pulls everything from data tree. And I can choose now, all right, I want to mail people who don't live in that county. So I'm going to exclude anybody who lives in that county. Scroll down. And my filtering, I just only want to target people who bought it before 10 years ago. All right, let's just do August 1. So these are people who bought it before August 1st, 2012. And I'm going to click search. Now there's other things you can do, but I just, I want to mail as many letters as I can to as many landowners as I can. Because if it's a commercial deal, I mean, if it's in like, if it's a, if it's zoned commercial, then I'm okay with sending them an offer. It's not going to be $5,000, but if I, if the property's worth, let's say $200,000, I'm going to send them an offer for $100,000. All right. So anyway, now look at this offer price, adjust offer price percent, 25%. You can go up, you can do 35%. If you're in a real competitive, expensive area, you can go down to 20%. So you can adjust the offer. Now, what it's doing here is if you see this, it's telling you, all right, uh, for let's look at three to four acres, they are selling for an average of $8,400 an acre. So if you adjust this to 25%, you should offer about $2,100 an acre. So they're selling for $8,400 an acre. You should make them an offer for $2,100 an acre. So let's get my calculator here. I know you can't see this. All right, so if I am offering... Let's say it's uh, 3.5 acres. 3.5 acres times 2105, I'm going to offer $7,400. And I'm going to sell it for approximately 8422 times 3.5. I'm going to sell it for approximately $29,500. So what's my profit? If I buy it for what I'm hoping and I'm selling it for what I'm hoping for, my profit is going to be about $20,000, $20,000, on this deal. So you're thinking, well, who on earth would sell their property at 25 cents on the dollar? A lot easy. A lot of people. They just don't want it anymore. They bought it a long time ago. They they um they've just never used it. And they're they're done, they're tired of paying taxes. The spouse died. They don't want it anymore. They don't want to go through the hassle of listing it with a realtor. They just want it done. They want it sold. So maybe, you know, in a in a competitive market like Park County, Colorado, I might do 35%. So instead of offering whatever it was before, $2,100 an acre, I'll offer almost $3,000 an acre. So if I do that, 3.5 times 3,000 an acre, I'll offer 10,500. And then I'll sell it for 8,400 an acre still, right? 3.5 times 8,400 an acre. So I'm going to sell it for, yeah, about 30,000, right? So I'm going to subtract... 10,500 about, I'll be still making about a $20,000 profit. My numbers are a little off there. I did something wrong. But so here's the thing that, that, that I love about this. If I look at the three to four acres and I click that checkbox right there, okay, that checkbox is checked. I can click right here for sale and sold comps. This is what priced will give you. Now, hopefully this works. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time, but the comps will come up here in a minute, hopefully. And it'll show you all of this, the properties that they scraped in Redfin, in Zillow, Lands of America, Landwatch, Realtor.com, et cetera, et cetera. 
and it'll give you links to view all of those properties. All right, so sometimes it takes a little while. I don't want to make you guys wait. Those other things it can do, you can do different pricing screams, schemes. I like to do city pricing, all right? So I've got A100 records. I think when I did this before, I, I got about 6,000 out of those 8,000 because I removed duplicate owners and I removed uh, government-owned land, church-owned land, and things like that. All right, from here, let's do 20, and I'll show you what this spreadsheet looks like. I think I did 25% for my pricing structure. And uh, I selected all of them, all right? And I click continue. And I won't walk you through all the steps, but you get a list that looks like, all right, so this is the list you, that we get. I'm gonna zoom in a little bit here. I added some columns. You can see I added a column called letter reference ID. Letter reference ID, and I added a phone number here. This is the phone number I got from FreedomSoft. It's my 24-hour recorded voicemail number. And I tracked the date that I mailed it, so I mailed this. Now, this whole list, I think I got, yeah, 6,900, and I've mailed it through Rocket and another company I click-to-mail. So I've mailed this out in two batches, okay? And uh, the click-to-mail has already hit. The Rocket mail has not hit yet. I'll explain that later. But you can see what I get here. I have the owner's mailing name. Now, these, are the, these columns in yellow are the uh, important columns. Actually, this is the one here. So I have the letter reference ID, and I'll show you where this all shows up in the letter here in a second. I got the owner's information. I got the mailing address. I got the APN number, which is really important. You want the APN number. I have the lot acreage, the, acre, the size of all the properties. Property address. This is important because sometimes it doesn't have an address because it's not on a street, or it doesn't have a, a number but because it doesn't have an address yet. Anyway, all right. Scroll over, and here we go. Boom. GPS coordinates. What does that do? Well, real simple. If I copy that, go to a new tab, it's not like houses now, where you can type in an address. This is property out in the middle of nowhere. So if I type in the GPS coordinates, click on the map, it takes me right there to that property. And sometimes it shows you the lot lines. Sometimes Google Maps doesn't have it. But if I zoom out, you can see kind of nothing out there, right? And if I go to satellite, well, this is a pretty cool property. It's right next to some kind of Mexican ridge hill, but there's nothing there, right? So there's no address, but this is a lot that's right here at this kind of bend, and that's a dirt road. So the GPS is really helpful. And the other thing I like about getting the GPS coordinates is I can go into Google Maps and I can drag this yellow dude around, and I can see any areas nearby where there is street views, and I can drag the guy there, and this is what the area looks like. So if you go down this street, you can get to my property, which is over here. That's the Mexican Ridge thing right there. Those are the property. And look, there's an RV or something right there, maybe. Dirt road. You might be thinking, who on earth would buy a piece of property out here? You'll be surprised. A lot of people do. People that want to just go camping, put their RV, go four-wheeling, go hunting, have beautiful views of the mountains. Yeah. Okay, so the property we're looking at is right over there somewhere. So those GPS coordinates, I wanted to show that to you because that helps you find where the property is. All right, then look at this. That gives me the county assessed values, which kind of doesn't mean much. But sometimes I've done this where the seller says, I will not sell it for less than the assessed value. And my offer would have been more than the assessed value. So I'll offer them the assessed value, which is less, okay? Property taxes, on average, guys, a couple hundred, $300 a year. $500 maybe for some nicer, bigger properties. Scroll over. This is what Zillow, I'm sorry, this is what Price tells me to offer. They say it's worth about 21. I should offer 5,200. And this just, you're going to get me in the ballpark. And I'll share this later in future days of when we get a response, how do we actually figure out if, should we offer what Price says to offer or should we maybe increase it or lower it a little bit based on what we're seeing on sites like Zillow or Redfin, or something like that, okay, or Lands of America. Super simple, okay? This property's worth about 21 grand. I'm gonna make an offer for five grand. I'll probably sell it for 15 grand to sell it fast for cash, or I'll sell it with owner financing for 20 grand and get payments over time with that, all right? Now, this is the letter that I sent. So this spreadsheet here, we send this spreadsheet to our mail company. There's a couple companies we work with. Pretty soon, Gavin, I'm gonna be testing this company that we're talking about with that same letter you're sending. So maybe I'm gonna show you the letter we send the first time, but the second time we're going to send that check, giving them a soft pass offer 
that's going yeah. to be in the 25 to 35% range. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is the letter that we sent. Super simple. It's a typed letter. This is the most important thing right here. The letter reference ID. That letter reference ID goes right there. This is the letter. So when they call me, they can't, and they leave a voicemail, they can't give me an address, a GP, a, a, an APN number, uh, GPS coordinates. And I wouldn't be able to understand half of what they say anyway in the voicemail, but they can give me the letter reference ID. They can say uh, park one, seven, seven, seven. And immediately then I know, oh, okay, this is uh, John Nelson. Like how many times you can't understand their name when they're leaving a voicemail. I know it's John Nelson. I know their mailing address is in Graham, Washington. Okay. And I know the property address. It's 5.05 acres. Property address is on Sioux Road, and I know the GPS coordinates right here. I can go find that property immediately with the GPS coordinates, and I know that the, the county assessed value is about $2,000. Taxes are $118 a year, and I should offer $3,000 on the property, and I can probably sell it for $12,000, okay? That letter reference ID, bam, it's important. It's right there. So it's just, these are the merge fields. This is Dear Seller Name. I'm writing to you because public records show you as the owner of a 5.05 acre property in uh, Park County, Colorado. I'm very interested in purchasing this property from you and or any others that you might have. If you're considering selling, I can offer you a fast trouble-free sale as well as a fair price and immediate cash. All right. We're a real estate investment company, et cetera, et cetera. If you would like to receive cash in exchange for your property, Please call or text our 24-hour recorded voicemail at with the letter reference ID above. All right? Boom. I don't want them to think that they're going to be anybody's going to be answering the phone live. I want them to know it's a voicemail. Why? Because more calls will be made to that voicemail. And I don't talk to them until after they get my offer. So when they call, they get the voicemail. The voicemail says, real simple, and I do all of this inside of FreedomSoft, okay? The voicemail says, hey, this is Joe with Dream Big Land. Thanks for calling. Um, if you've got a property you want to sell, please just leave your name and number and the letter of reference ID, and we'll send you an offer right away. That's it. That's my outgoing voicemail. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Leave the your name and number and the letter reference ID, and I'll send you an offer. And then in future videos, tomorrow and the next day, we're going to show you how we actually send these offers. I want to show you one other thing here real quick. Um, when the lead comes in, FreedomSoft lets you have phone numbers, okay? And I'm not going to show you the, the uh, letter we're using for Park County because some of you are going to call it and you're going to mess up my leads. But when you get a phone number, like we did some marketing in uh, Macon County, all right, uh, North Carolina. And all it was, you, you get your, your county here. Um, that's actually not a good example. Let me give you another example of Jackson, Suwannee County. Let's do Suwannee County. All right. So I up, I recorded a simple voicemail that just said, hey, thanks for calling about your property that you would need to sell in Florida. Um, leave your letter reference ID and we will send you an offer right away. And then it, it gets that when anybody calls that number, it creates a new lead in my campaign called Swanee County, Florida. The other cool thing about this is that it sends them this message. It says, hey, thanks for if they as soon as they call, if it's a cell phone, it texts them back. Hey, thanks for calling about your vacant land for sale. What was the reference number on that postcard or letter? We'll do some research and send you an offer right away. Thanks. So about half the time they call, leave a message or um, the other half they will just send us a text or respond to this text with the letter reference ID. That's all we need. When the offer's ready, we text them back saying, thanks, what's your email address? We do this all inside of FreedomSoft. What's your email address? We'll email you the offer. Why do I want their email address? Because I want to follow up with them. Chances are they're going to say no to my offer, but I want to follow up with them. I want to send them that same offer every 30 days. And FreedomSoft does this all for me. So now I have their phone number. I have their email address and I have their mailing address. So what am I going to do? I'm going to follow up like a bandit. I'm going to send them an offer all three ways and I'm going to follow up with them all three or four ways. I'm actually going to do voicemail, I'm going to do text, I'm going to do email, I'm going to send them physical mail. Every single month I'm going to follow up with them because your competition is not doing this. Nobody's following up with sellers. If they called me, they want to sell their land. I don't care if I'm here and they're way up here. I'm going to send them an offer anyway, and I'm going to follow up with them like nobody else does. And guess who's going to do more deals in Park County? 
me because I do more follow-up than anybody else. Super important to understand that. So this yeah. phone number that I get, I can get a virtual. Now, I get different phone num- uh, area codes. So my area code is local to the Colorado area. I can get a local Colorado area code, all right? Cool. There's a bunch of other things I could show you here. But when I go into my pipeline, so I have my campaign. Let's just look at Suwannee County here real quick. Um, from this, this was a cold calling campaign, but you can see we can assign a phone number. No, no, I'm sorry. Let me go bit. That was a list. Campaigns land. Let's look at, for example, Siskiyou County, California. In this campaign, we got a 3.5% response rate on our letters. I have, I've assigned that phone number to that campaign right there. So now when I make inbound and outbound calls, it records all of the phone calls and any responses and texts and things like that happen inside of the lead, not in some outside third-party system like Ring Central or Vumber, which are awesome, but it all happens inside the lead. And there's no other CRM that I've found that does this. And this is the most important thing. You need to manage and track these leads. All right. So in Siskiyou County, we sent 1,600 letters We got 3.5% response rate. We did three deals out of it. And you can see, we see the status of all of these, okay? And uh, we're sending, um, we send offers at least three times. And then after we send the offer three times, we send letters just to follow up with them. All right, so I covered a lot, Gavin. We need to wrap this up, don't we? Um, We do. All right, anything else that I'm thinking, before I forget, we send the letter, goes to voicemail. We're gonna show you tomorrow and the next day what we do with these leads. I'm going to show you what I do with the voicemails. I'll give you some examples. We've already got in Park County right now, we already have from our direct mail, 12 leads. Three of the 12 were dead, bad number or something like that. We sent seven offers and we've got two that we're reviewing, getting ready to send an offer. Right now we're at a 0.4% response rate, which is low. And I knew it would be low in Park County. But we still have another, uh, I sent 3,000 letters. We still have another th- uh, 3,000 that are going to be going out and hitting really soon. So we'll see those numbers go up. But even if I get a 1% response rate, I'll get a deal out of this. And um, we'll be documenting that as we go through with this. But also, this is important to understand. We're not just, we're not putting all of our eggs in one basket. We're not just targeting one county. We're targeting multiple counties. And we're consistently sending marketing every single week. So the leads, you got to give it time. You got to give it time to build that momentum and then the leads will come. Well, all right, we need to wrap this up because we've got a uh, coaching call with our VIPs. All right. Uh, so, hey, listen, do us a favor. If you've liked this, if you've gotten any value out of it, give us a thumbs up, like the comment, like the video, the post, comment down below, like, hey, this is good stuff. We'd really appreciate it. And if I you- just want to say real quick, sorry, like, with regarding like, as we're sitting here, I just got another lead in uh, from cold calling, right? And I, and I say that because this is the whole point when we're using automation delegation, right? Is that things are happening while we're busy. So while I'm sitting here, all right, or things are happening or you're at work, things can be happening, leads can be coming in, being generated for you so you can spend your time on the phone. I just want to just uh, literally as I've been sitting here, I've just got another lead in. We're going to be showing them yet uh, tomorrow. Um, and also, guys, just real quick, and Joe might have been back to cover this, is the VIP. Um, you want to make sure you join us because we're going to be going into coaching calls over the next few weeks as well. So exciting that really just diving into the system, showing you exactly how we operate, use them, analyzing some calls, um, really looking at you're going to be on our shoulder watching us, hopefully, uh, get some deals under contract. Um, that, that That's the goal here. Yeah, thanks for all the kind words, guys. Keep it going. Keep on typing this stuff in. Um, but, okay, uh, we're going to be jumping now into our Zoom. So if you're VIP, you're, we're going to go over into Zoom. You have the link. Anytime here, guys, if you have questions about anything, uh, send an email to support, support at joemccall.com. If you are a VIP and you're wondering where your link is or you're wondering how do I get in the Facebook group, Go to support at joemccall.com. And uh, if you're a VIP member, again, we're going to be going right now into Zoom. You get some extra Q&A calls. We're going to be doing for the next three weeks, two coaching calls a week with me and Gavin. You get lifetime access to all the recordings. We're taking down these recordings at the end of the week. There won't be in the Facebook group anymore. Um, You get lifetime access to the recordings. You get our contracts and marketing document packages. You get our calculators. You get our tutorial videos. You get a free strategy session with a coach. So again, if you're interested, uh, go to newmarketvip.com. If you're not happy with it at all anyways, let us know. We'll refund your money. Um, Cool, guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning. 
Uh, we'll be back here and we're going to be showing you how we actually talk to sellers and send our offers to sellers. We're going to be showing you what we're doing here. I'm excited about this. Gavin's really close to getting a deal under contract. We're already sending offers, waiting to hear back from people. So we'll see you guys soon. Uh, Thanks, guys. Everybody. Thanks, Joe. Right. Bye-bye.